Welcome back on Film Waves, the analog photography podcast that teaches you photography while you go through your busy week. I'm your host, Luca, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to expose properly without a light meter. I think this is gonna be a pretty short episode. Let's say you just bought your new camera that doesn't have a light meter or you have your usual camera but the batteries died on you. No problem at all. There are many different ways you can solve this problem. We're going to consider the two most popular ones for simplicity. The first one is called the Sunny 16 rule and it has been used by photographers since the early days of photography. It seems strange to us to expose without a light meter, but until the 1930s, no one had used one. And at that point, photography had been around for over a century. The other way of metering we're gonna take a look at is via smartphone apps. These two methods are very different and from two very different eras. So So I think we should first talk about when and why we should use one or the other. And then I'll move on to explain how you can use both of them starting today. As I said in the intro, there are two occasions in which you would use one of these two methods to expose. In case of need, like when the battery of your light meter dies or the light meter breaks, you have the option to keep shooting using the Sunny 16 rule. But if you were using a light meter, maybe it's because you needed those shots to be perfect. Maybe they're for a client or something you really care about. In this case, you should definitely use a smartphone app. There are plenty, free and paid, and they offer you readings with perfect settings to use. Some of them even offer spot mirroring that can be a plus even if your meter does work because it's gonna give you other information. On the other hand, you may choose to go out with just your camera to enjoy the process. You just want to connect with your camera and see the world through it. In that case, I can assure you that taking your phone out to meter is a mood wrecker. For these kind of occasions, you should learn the Sunny 16 rule. The more you meter with the Sunny 16 rule, and the more is going to become part of you. And you won't even worry about the settings because you'll set them without even thinking about them. I speak from experience when I tell you that the first few times, you're going to be worried that you're going to ruin your role and you probably will ruin a few shots, but the ones that will be exposed properly will give you so much more joy and you will be very proud of them. Let's get to the technical part. I will take for granted that you know what light stops are, because they're the basis on which this rule works. So, how does the Sunny 16 rule work? The Sunny 16 rule says, if you are outside on a sunny day, you should set your aperture to f16, and your shutter speed 1 over your ASA. That means that if you have an ASA 100 film, you will use a shutter speed of 1 over 100, or if your camera doesn't have it, 1 over 125. If you have an ASA 400 film, you would set your shutter speed to 1 over whatever number you have that is the closest to 400. In many cases, that would be 1 over 500. This is what the basic rule says, but of course you don't always want to shoot on sunny days, 
In the other cases, these are the suggested settings. If you're at the beach or in the mountains, where there is a lot of sand or snow that reflect the light, you should use an f22 aperture. If it is slightly overcast, you would go to f11. If it is overcast, f8. If it is heavily overcast, f5.6 and down this way. Right now you're probably thinking, how the heck am I supposed to know the difference between slightly overcast and overcast? Here comes the other way to view at the sunny 16 rule. Instead of looking at the available light, you look at the shadows. If they're super sharp, your f-stop would be f22. If they're sharp, but not as much, f16, and you go on this way. If you want to see the full table of these measurements, make sure to go on the Instagram post about this episode, and you're going to find it there. Now that we have set our starting point, we can adjust based on what we really need to shoot. At this point, you just tweak your settings, remembering that every time you go up one stop with your shutter speed, you'll have to go down one stop with your aperture, so that the exposure doesn't change, but you can still achieve your desired look. Let's make some examples, so that it becomes more clear what I mean. Let's say you are at the park. It's a sunny day during the summer, so it's very bright outside. So you decide to start with f16, with your, I don't know, 100 ISO film. So your shutter speed would be 1 over 125. Okay, at this point, let's just say you want to take a portrait. You probably want to go down with your aperture to get a more autofocus background. So let's say I want to go to f5.6. So I would have to go from f16 to f11 to f8 to f5.6. So I've gone down three stops with the aperture. This means that I have to go up three stops with the shutter speed. So to achieve the same exposure, I would need to go from a shutter speed of 1 over 100 to 1 over 250 to 1 over 500 to 1 over 1000. This is basically how you would get a proper exposure and then tweak it to get your desired look. To wrap it up, using a light meter or a light meter app is going to give you a perfect exposure every time. But learning the Sunny 16 rule can give you the freedom to go out and shoot with all mechanical cameras and really connect with the art of photography. Accepting that your shots could be half a stop overexposed or underexposed. A quick tip for those who stuck around to the very end. If you want to learn to use the Sunny 16 rule faster, there is a trick. Every time you go out for a walk, even if you don't have a camera with you, try and guess what settings you would use based on the situation you're in, and then check with a smartphone app if your reading of the light was correct. Doing this will enable you to really learn what those definitions are, like slightly overcast, overcast, heavily overcast. That way, the next time you go out with your camera, you'll nail every shot. I hope this episode kept you company and taught you something useful. If you did enjoy it, share it with someone you think may like it and come say hi on the Film Shooters Group community on Instagram. Talk to you next week for a new exciting episode where we will learn something new as always. Until then, have a nice week and keep shooting. And now, a sneak peek in next week's episode.
First of all, I think it's necessary to let you know that this technique has to be applied to the whole roll. You can't just shoot it for a few frames. That's because it will require a specific developing procedure.